Welcome to Gain That Tune. is going on everybody it's game that tune and we are back in the house once again it's your boy john harrington here we got john regan with us say hey hey we got jesse moore say hey hey and we've got the game that tune champion the august absurdity king david fleming say hey hey hell yeah guys welcome back game that tune in the house once again for episode 308 and my god guys what a show we've got coming for you tonight if uh, you're just joining us here on game that tune we're gonna listen to some video games to uh, video game tunes together we each brought three songs from a game we're gonna try and guess each other's games with the songs a little bit of trivia we're gonna goof off and have a lot of fun and the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes and our winner last week was the king david fleming and as uh, as king it was not uh, part of his kingly duties to uh, define a coherent theme, but he came up with a theme nonetheless. And David, you get to explain what the theme for tonight's show is, clearly and definitively. What is tonight's theme? So the theme for the episode is games in which you play as a titular main character. Okay. Oh, titular. If you excuse me, guys, I should really go put my shirt back on. That's the whole reason I don't have my shirt on. I, I grossly misunderstood the theme tonight. Yeah, uh, you only no, got Johnny, part of that message. You keep your shirt off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is an order from your king. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get the full message. It was actually titacular characters. And Johnny, that's you, baby. Uh, you know, showing off those nips. Um, yeah, okay, cool. Johnny that, uh, tits. That makes... <laughs> I know a guy named John Tits. We can't have... I can't know another Johnny Tits. Um... That theme makes much more sense uh, in the you know the cold light of the beginning of this episode than it did in the end of last episode because you know I feel like initially what you were trying to say was like a game in which you play as a character rather than as say you know an object or a, a vehicle or an undefined you know thing like you know no puzzle games no uh, no blah 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 and then you know we I think goaded you into saying titular characters and here we are. Well, so. you know, maybe, maybe there will be clarification that is brought up after, you know, a game is played. So, ah, stay tuned, okay. podcast listeners. Well, yeah, can't wait. Yeah, man. <laughs> Has someone you know, blown their own theme? There's only one way to find out. <laughs> um, man, we've got, uh, we got five fantastic games. We've got a great fan request. I think we're going to have a lot of fun uh, figuring out, you know, who, uh, who the title characters are of each of these games. And uh, let's, uh, let's just hop right into it, man. Johnny, let's, uh, let's have some great tunes. Game one. Game one. Yeah.
So this game had a unique and interesting development cycle. Uh, this was originally a launch title for the Nintendo GameCube. However, after the company was purchased by a parent company, uh, this became an Xbox title and then was delayed into being a launch title for the Xbox 360. So, um, does anyone have their answers slash guesses? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, well, then let's see them. So, uh, John says cameo, Jesse says cameo elements of power, and Johnny says some kind of Halo game where you play as the Halo. Um... 
John and Jesse are correct. Man. Quit staring at my halo. This is. I almost picked this game. <laughs> I'm so glad that you didn't, Jesse, because this game's been in my back pocket for a long time, and I finally decided to put it on the show. This is Cameo Elements of Power. Word up. Cool. Um, am I the only one who's played this game? Yes. Well, I haven't. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's one though. <laughs> Okay, well, if Johnny hasn't played it, then clearly no one else has played it. Hold on, let me let me add this to the list of games that I know Johnny hasn't played. Yeah. Let me just unfurl oh, this list. you crashed it again. Yeah, oh, no. There's too many fucking games on this list. It crashed the player program. Uh, I've held yeah. the box and looked at the box art several times. I've looked at it on store shelves and thought, man, I wish fucking rare hadn't been bought by Microsoft. I might have played this by now, but oh well. So that seems I would have played be, this on the GameCube is what I'm trying to say. That seems to be a yes, I'm the only one who's played this. Um, this game's cool. Um, I really enjoyed this game. Um, I know a lot of critics and this is based on like what I've seen on the internet obviously I don't talk to a lot of video game journalists like you just said you knew a lot of critics well you know I've read a lot of critics opinions um like there Why? are there are critical opinions of this game who are like oh you know this game it's average it's mediocre it's like well you know I enjoyed it but it's it's very obviously a launch title like, it's not a super deep, involved game. Like, sure. clearly Rare was... Rare had a time crunch. <clears throat> Rare had a time crunch. Uh, this game was made by Rare, by the way. See, it doesn't sound like they had a time crunch, because they started developing it on the Nintendo 64, and then developed it across the GameCube, and then got bought out by Microsoft, and ended up publishing it on the uh, 360 instead of the original Xbox. It sounds like... They had the opposite of a time crunch for quite some time there. But ultimately, they had to then put a uh, what might be a GameCube or Xbox game, scale it up to a 360, and uh, yeah, you got yourself a launch title right there. Well, that's, I mean, as we've mentioned on the show, it's not quite as simple as, like, right-click export to Xbox 360. Like, just change the file types. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's right more there. bullshit. Um, Just copy-paste 360 times, and uh, you got yourself a brand new game, baby. <laughs> but, um... You spin it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, th gotta think of more angles. That's all. <laughs> yeah, 360-degree angles. Mm-hmm. But this game, like, you I had a lot the, of... the games. <laughs> this game, like, I had a lot of fun with it. So, essentially, the... The crux of the story of this game, it's in, like, a fantasy world, and you play as this main elf fairy girl named Cameo, um, who... I'm That's sorry. the name of the game. And for a nominal fee, she will send you birthday messages. Right, yeah, so you pay her for, uh, for just personalized greetings. But no, more importantly, David, that, that, that character's name, she's named like the game is named. Yeah, she is. Um... So she's the main playable character. I'm picking up on the theme. The titular <laughs> character? 
You know, I promise I'm going to explain why I chose this theme. If you would, oh good, just let me get through it. There's no explanation needed. I love it. (laughs) I'm on this trip. She eventually she gets the ability to kind of absorb different spiritual entities and transform into them, Um, and that's kind of like the crux of the game. So. In order to get certain power-ups, you embody different characters and, like, characters throughout the game, so... Oh, wait, what are their names? It's like Majora's Mask. It's basically the Majora's Mask transformation masks, but extended throughout throughout an entire game. So, like, there is a, a, a plant character, I think they're called, like pummelweed where you basically turn into a cactus with like giant seed pods on your hands where you can just beat the shit out of things Um, but you can also like shrink down into just like a plant before it's grown like root system so you can slip a bulb (laughs) so you can like slip underneath barriers and then pop up with an uppercut there's like a giant yeti type creature where you pull ice icicles like from your back and then can throw them as projectiles and whatnot you become like an armadillo who turns into a rock that can roll through enemies and whatnot so like you get different forms and um you use those to progress through the game and the reason that i was thinking about this game and wanted to bring up this theme is because cameo is she's kind of this like she is a character like you get to know her she's she's spunky she is loyal to her kingdom and she wants to protect and help her kingdom but she's reckless she like jumps in to try to fight the goblin king or whatever and she gets her ass handed to her like there's literally a point where the giant goblin king pimp smacks all of her abilities out of her like you know that scene you know that scene in Metroid Prime where like Samus is like there's an explosion and Samus is thrown back and loses all of her powers yeah, the suit breaks apart and you know explains why you have to find your parts throughout the game <laughs> yeah that happens to Cameo except it's a Goblin King that just bitch smacks her um, Jesus I, I'm c- sorry David but I, I have to picture that with like say the juggernaut bitch narration to it I gotta imagine that's pretty entertaining I don't know if that's on the internet, but if not, we should put it on the internet. Um, Smack the cameo elements of power at you. <laughs> but, like, <sighs> she's she's just this, like, spunky, headstrong character. She kind of reminds me of Tinkerbell if she had her shit together. Um, and then, like, you go around and collect all of these abilities and whatnot and sort of amass these different powers and then go through the game that way. And that's kind of why I wanted to pick this theme because I wanted to highlight this game because this game came out in 2005 and um, Cameo is like a distinct discernible character I'm sorry Johnny you have your finger raised yes (laughs) we both have the same question I have the same question (laughs) I didn't realize Tinkerbell is considered like a hot mess where is hot mess Tinkerbell (laughs) do I dare ask why Tinkerbell doesn't ever shit together (laughs) okay so like Tinkerbell is headstrong and like but she also doesn't really do anything she just kind of is like an angry pouty woman like she doesn't like to be fair, if you're a Never Never Land, you don't have your shit together. 
Like, that's not a place for having your shit together. Yeah. True. That's kind of the crux Everybody of the whole movie, isn't it? Hot mess. It is. Yeah. Um, Should have called it a hot mess. <laughs> so Cameo is just kind of this, like, fairy elf character who... She, she has this discernible personality, and I feel like in this time period, this was, like, the last era where you played as someone. Because, like... This was the this was the launch of the Xbox 360, you know, not too long after you had the PlayStation 3, like you had Cameo, you had Nathan Drake, you had Luigi's Mansion where Luigi was portrayed as this like bumbling scaredy cat. Shantae came out in 2002, like you were playing as these distinct characters. And I feel like this was kind of the last time that happened, because after this, there was this wave of, like, online third-person shooters where you were just playing as space marines or whatever. And then you space! Got, and then you got into characters like... You got into Minecraft with Steve. You got into, you know, PUBG and uh, Fortnite and even Splatoon, where the Inklings aren't really characters. They're just avatars that you put, like, silly hats on top of. Like, I, I kind of feel like this was the last time where you had playable characters. And I kind of miss where you were, like, playing as someone. And hmm. that's kind of, like, what I was getting for or getting at with this theme, like, you know, I miss when you were playing as someone, not just like, okay, here's your blank avatar, dress them up as whatever. Yeah, it sounds like you're lamenting the slow decline of the single-player offline video game with a nicely written story and, you know, quirky characters and whatnot. Um, which, yeah, it's just, uh, it's slowly been on the decline for years, David. And it's unfortunate, because, you know... Like, uh, I myself, like, uh, you know, you could point to the always online games and just be like, man, you know, everybody's just making their own avatars and playing as them. It's like, but, you know, you look at a game like Grand Theft Auto V, I only really liked the offline part of it. Like, I like, uh, I like games with stories and games with characters. I like playing as characters. I don't like being me. Is the offline I, you know, part I of play Grand games Theft Auto? I, I play games to not be me specifically. <laughs> And even if it's me with you know a uh, you know bunch of cool shit that I can't have in real life, I yeah, I don't want to be anything resembling me. I want to play a I want to play a fun story, with a fun character. And, you know, uh, not necessarily interact with anybody. I think that's what you're kind of missing here, David. I think you're lamenting you know the loss of these things. Well, I think it's probably you know, it's probably a good reason why you hold up Super Mario Odyssey in such esteem. You yeah. uh, you seem to love that game. I well, that's really a good do. Game. Yeah, <laughs> And that's, I mean, like I said, that's kind of what I was going for at this theme, but just had a really hard time articulating last time, sure. um, mainly because it was the end of the episode and I was pretty drunk, but like, yeah, I just, I miss having distinct characters in your game, so that's kind of what I was going for, and that's what Cameo has, and like, yeah, Cameo's not an amazing game, it's not mind-blowing, it's pretty short, you can beat it in like seven or eight hours, Sure. But it was also a launch title. And, like, yeah, being this fairy elf girl that can change into multiple forms to get different powers and abilities, like, yeah, that was fun. I I encourage people to play this game. I recommend this game. David, what's the newest video game console you own? Uh, you, you, do you have a PS4 or a 3... Not a 360, but, like, an Xbox One X or anything like that? I mean, or the Switch? newest video game console I have is Switch. Right. 
I'm just, you know, I'm like thinking, yeah, there's a few good kind of single player character driven experiences out there. You know, Switch has its Zelda. Uh, there's another game that came out for the PlayStation right around the same time as Zelda featuring a you know, protagonist with a bow and arrow. And it's uh, a lot of people hold it up as the kind of thing that has great characters and great story. You know, um, Horizon, Zero Dawn, and I now mean, Horizon Forbidden West. I mean, I I'm mean, just saying, you know, th- these games, they do still exist. They, they have gotten fewer and further between. But, David, these games... They uh, they're out there if you want to plop down the money and get get into them. I mean, I know they still exist, and I know that like the indie scene has exploded with these types yes. of games like Celeste and things like that. But many characters. I just I feel like AAA games in a lot of ways have just, have just kind of focused more on avatars and characters, and yeah. like I don't Even know. Poor I Rare, f- poor Rare's been condemned to making Sea of Thieves. You know. And like before that, they were making really before good, that, they were making so Viva Pinata. Fuck like, off. <laughs> that's hey. that's kind of where I was at when I came up with this theme. And um, yeah, Cameo Elements Elements of Power is a pretty fun game. If you've not played it and you had a 360, I definitely recommend checking out. I like it, man. I like the uh, I like the guidance that you give us uh, with uh, you know clarifying where you were at thinking of this theme. Because yeah, it's. Uh, it, you know, thinking about it, yeah, we might have uh, a lot of, you know, older games on tonight's episode. Maybe we don't have so many newer games, because maybe, uh, you know, you know, you play Horizon Forbidden West, it's not, you're not playing as Horizon, you're playing as a, you know, unusually named uh, girl. Um, you play, you know, some of these modern games, you're, you're right, we, we've lost the titular character in all this. So, maybe we can, uh, maybe we can find them uh, with some more tunes. David, is there anything else on Cameo and these, uh, these elemental powers? Uh, no, I just want to, again, reemphasize that it's a fun game, and if you've not given it a chance and you have the ability, give it a chance. It's on Game Pass. <gasps> no way! <sighs> Jesse, you should absolutely play and stream this game. Like I said, I almost picked it, because <laughs> I was like, oh, it's on Game Pass, I've wanted to play this, and then I was <laughs> like, oh, but there's this game, too. You know, Jesse, I love Mega Man X4, but drop that game and play Cameo instead. Yeah. Sorry, Betsy. We're playing yeah. this game instead. Drop that zero and get with the hero. <laughs> game 2.
All right, guys. So this game uh, won the Golden Effie Award for Advertising effect Effectiveness in 1996. Let's see your answers. Okay. Okay, that's that's actually that is very actually pretty good. great. So, David drew Sonic with a dick, which is incorrect. John and Jesse both say checks quest, and Jesse drew a piece of check cereal with a dick. So, uh, that's two points plus an extra half point for Jesse, please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't usually do half points on the show, but uh, all good, man. Yeah. So yeah, this is Check's Quest, the first ever video game to be included with cereal. Possibly the only video game to be included with cereal. I didn't check on that one, <laughs> but it's definitely the first. I know that for I, sure. I feel like you're missing the Adventures of Count Chocula. Okay, oh, is that yeah. a game? I had no, no idea. not at all. Oh, damn! I was, I was like, I'll play the fuck out of that game. That sounds awesome, like a mm -hmm. Castlevania but with cereal. There was that Silent Hill Booberry crossover. <laughs> was there really? Because again, I mean, I'd play the yeah. fuck out of that. All of these sound like bangers. I'm trying to think of the other ones that I definitely you know remember. Um, shit, man. I feel like Toucan Sam had one at some point, but I might be thinking of something else. Um, I'm pretty sure like they include the Flintstones Treasure or Secret of Sierra Rock or whatever that was called. Uh, in well, yeah, Sierra in Mad Rock, but like that's not you know it doesn't have anything to do with pebbles. I feel <laughs> like Toucan Sam would have crossed over with Uncharted. Probably. Ooh, follow your nose but, to right. whatever yeah, it is you're doing in this game. Continue to make your Uncharted reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why, yes, Nathan Drake. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's all I got. To Nathan yeah. Drake and shooting not white people. Right, you're gonna have to find your Crispix, Drake. Um, oh, I love Crispix. Yeah, remember Crispix, guys. Anyway, that's Johnny, my favorite what, cereal. What the fuck? So why? So do you why, play as checks? You do. You play as okay, a piece cool. of Czech cereal uh, with arms and legs and from the a Czech gun. Republic. And this is a Doom mod. Uh, they wanted to come up with a promotion for Czech cereal, and they hired some guys to mod Doom and include it with uh, boxes of Czech cereal. Now, wait a minute. If it's a first-person shooter game, even one as rudimentary as Doom, how do you know that you're playing as a piece of Czechs? Uh, the, I think the box art makes that pretty clear. Um, and your avatar, you, you do see your avatar throughout the game, and it's like... 
Your your avatar is like instead of the Doom Guy face, it's a piece of checks with eyeballs. Like you are playing as a piece of checks. Um okay. okay. We're we're gonna have to take a moment and look to the game that tune king and judges. See what they say. I'll allow it. Checks is in the title, and you play as a piece of checks, guys. This fits the theme. I don't understand what this is. This is named checks. Oh, that's right. a good question. It, yeah. You know, his name is like Steve. Is it, it a character? It doesn't it, matter is, because the game that tuned King allowed it. Is there any characterization to it? <laughs> like, uh, I like okay, the so fact that the game motivation. that King said, I'll allow it, and you continue to ask questions. The character yeah, is not named not Chex, game. but he is referred to as the Chex Warrior. You're getting, we uh, take getting in the weeds here, Johnny. <laughs> uh, he is a soldier clad in a chess in a check-shaped piece of armor. Oh, shit, he's not a piece of Chex. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, you just blew it, pal. You <laughs> went oh, no. too far. Why did I keep reading? I knew it. Oh. Game over! Wearing Chex armor doesn't get you fucking points on the theme, Johnny. I'm My sorry, God. what's that? It appears to be an official royal proclamation. <clears throat> According to his liege, the king, D.F.D. Fleming, I'll allow it. And, you know, you can allow it all you want. Johnny self game over. Um, we didn't I'll fucking do that to I'll allow him. it. The sound is law. I mean, you know, you, you you allow it, but like, you know, can a king revive like a, you know, one of his like uh, fucking peasant people that lives under him if they fucking kill themselves? <laughs> yeah. No. Did, I mean, it I did work for Humpty Dumpty. Like, I feel like that worked when the king god revived I that Jesus, his disciple. Like, yes. So let's not take it too far there, David. <laughs> So, anyways, yeah. are you comparing GGT the point, to Jesus? He's comparing himself to God. So, <laughs> the guys, point is Chex Quest. Fun fact: In 2020, they made a Chex Quest HD, and you can just go download it for free. So you can still play Chex Quest today with a nice new HD remake uh, on the Unreal Engine and like a whole new remastered soundtrack. I played the original soundtrack, but the remastered soundtrack is pretty good. It's pretty great. Is it still not just Doom? Uh, no, I believe that the new HD remaster is like a from the ground up remake of the game, basically. Um, you play as Chex. But you still you still play as the Chex Warrior, which is just a person covered in Chex cereal. They could have at least called him Chexy Man. Ooh. Chexy Something. Man! Yeah. Or at least Big, Chex Guy. Big Chexy. Hold on, here we go. Chexy Man! <laughs> you almost got it in there, John. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Johnny, I am. You know, I earlier today was kind of lamenting in the radio chat, like, man, I'm I'm a little like torn, you know, kind of thrown with this theme. I feel like I played a lot of games where, you know, the main character. I feel like I've used a lot of that. I, I wasn't feeling particularly inspired, but like a cursory Google search reminded me there were literally hundreds of options for this episode. I'm shocked that you landed on Chex Quest. Like, I am... 
I guess I'm not all that shocked. Yeah, okay, come on, man. What? <laughs> well, because it's I not do. a. It, I feel like if you Google games with characters, this would not be on the list. Um, I was gonna say I I do love the fact that as I initially described the theme, it was kind of like games with a main character, and yeah. Johnny still landed on checked quest. Right, piece of cereal. Yeah. So, are you saying when you're sitting in the morning? Eating your big bowl of Czech cereal, it's not, it doesn't talk to you, and you don't have it like, you'll make a couple stories with the little Czech pieces and have them go on little adventures while you're sitting no, there. Is, Johnny, that, is that just a me man, thing? We've Shut talked up. about this, Johnny. We talk to the cereal. If the cereal talks back, your experience is a psychosis. Oh. <laughs> Damn it, man. You were supposed to have been taking things for this. Oh, Johnny, shit. I appreciate what you're going for, but uh, I have never had Czech cereal. I have only had Czech's mix. That's true, and I only listen to the bagel crisps. I don't listen to the goddamn checks. <laughs> maybe, maybe the milk activates their like talking, like Rice Krispies. That's true. Rice Krispies don't talk unless you pour milk on them. Now, but see, Johnny, if they made a Rice Krispies shooter game and you played a Snap Crackle or Pop, <laughs> would you have felt compelled to use it for this theme? I guess it depends on if they put Snap, Crackle, and Pop in the title of the game or not, right? If they call no, it, it would be called Rice Krispies Quest, and you know it would just be a Doom Guy avatar replaced with the bleeding <laughs> visage of Snap, Crackle, or Pop. And <laughs> beautiful. You know, would you, you know, but Snap, Crackle, and Pop are the sounds made by the Rice Krispies cereal, uh, only made into little elf men. So, you know, wouldn't it be appropriate for you to have used it for the show in that case? I guess, again, if they call it Rice Krispies Quest, no. But if they call it Snap, Crackle, and Pop, then yeah. Like, it depends on the title. I like to imagine that Johnny only would have chosen this game slash played this game if it was just Doom Guy's powered armor with, like, one of the elf heads on top. Yes. God, you know. This game pissed me off so much when it came out as a kid because it only came out for Windows. Back when that I like was a the fact that thing. that's what pissed you off. So, like, you know, you get the disc, and you put it in your Mac, and it, it just doesn't do anything. <laughs> you just can't play it. You're like, that's right, my parents bought a Mac. I don't get to play games. I don't get to play Check's Quest. Yeah. Woe is me. Your parents you did you marathon? a favor. Uh, yeah, I did have Marathon, actually, <laughs> which is significantly better. Yeah. Whoa, wait, you're saying Marathon? Better than Check's Quest? Oh, oh, I don't know if I want to go out and take make that hot of a take right now, but... Um... Slow the <laughs> fuck down. Whoa, 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 whoa. I just, uh, hmm. just say it. <laughs> hot take. Yeah, Marathon's better than Check's Quest, I'm saying Where's it. this rank in your 1996 first-person shooter rankings? Like, mm. you know... Let's see, 1996 first person shooter I'm rankings. You got, yeah, I'm just spitballing. You got Quake. So Quake. Uh, Check Quest. What year did Goldeneye come out? Was that 96 or 97? 97. 97. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. sorry, pal. Uh. Um, so Turok. Ooh. Uh, is Check Quest better than Turok Dinosaur Hunter? Hexen. Um, yes. I'm going to say yes. Duke Nukem? <laughs> no. Yep. 
Duke Nukem 3D, definitely 96. Yeah, there's no uh, there's no titties in Chuck's Quest, but there's titties in Duke Nukem, so Duke Nukem definitely wins on that on that front. Mm-hmm. Now the question is, are there titties in Chuck's Quest, but they're covered by rice cereal? Yeah, cereal armor. <laughs> God. Are, th- are there titties, but they're like hexagonically covered? You really gave me a great idea here for, like, if I ever did become a stripper and I had to wear pasties, what I would do, and that would be to glue pieces of Czech cereal over my nipples. Hey, that could be for the calendar. Yeah, Czechsy man. Yeah, Johnny. You really, uh... Man, you really really got something here. You know how to (laughs) really mm, get those patrons going with the Czech sex combo there i can't pretend to not be angry at you so do you guys pour cereal first then milk or do you pour milk first and then cereal (laughs) cereal first you pour the cereal because god help you if you pour (laughs) cereal into milk johnny i'm gonna fucking fucking end your wicked life we need to swat him (laughs) you pour cereal because that fills the bowl and then you pour the milk because liquid fills in the cracks of the solid it's basic physics. Nah, man, I like to drop my Chuck's kids off at the pool, all right? You pour the milk first, and then you pour the cereal in, and you tell them to have a great day and to have David, fun. David, go to the next game. Johnny, yes. I am officially absurd king of the show, and I command you to game over yourself once more. I'm not going to say the whole thing. I'll just move on to game Thank three. You. No, That's a game good over yourself and then oh, move to game God. three. Game
Alright, so, uh, this is our fan request for the evening. Um, after leaving the neighbor's house for the first time at the beginning of the game, a number between 1 and 13 will be generated. Uh, this value functions similarly to a value in Undertale and will decide the outcome of multiple events in the game. an additional piece of trivia. No. Uh, Alright, cool. Then let's see some fucking answers. <laughs> so, uh, so, John says Deltarune, Jesse says Buck Bumble number seven, and Johnny has what appears to be a nose with eyes attached, or possibly a walking penis with balls lifted significantly along the shaft? <laughs> it's uh, a sadly, interpretation. Everybody is, sadly, everybody is incorrect. This is Omery. <laughs> 
It's what? So this is Omari. I do want to give thanks to our requesters, uh, Tay and GTT or GameThatTuned.club, as well as Spartacat in our Discord, who requested this game. Um, this is a game that I have immediately added to my wish list. This is a an indie RPG which came out on um, Xbox, PlayStation, as well as Switch, and you play as this. You play as a main character um, whose name escapes me as I'm searching the Wikipedia article. But is it is it Ermory? No, you go is through a Homery? like real world dream world type thing. Um, and in the dream world, you play as a character called Omari, who is like the dream self version. Um, and it has a sort of turn based Paper Mario esque battle type system as you go into like this magical dream world because you're playing as this teenage boy in like a normal world and then you go into a dream world where everything is shifted and changed and whatnot and you play as this like enhanced avatar called Omari. I feel like I'm not getting it. Can you spell this for me? Uh, that would be O-M-O-R-I. Oh, this game. Gotcha. This has been in the radio for quite some time. This is, uh, I think, one of Taylor's Patreon requests for the radio. I, I, it wasn't registering to me what you were saying, David. I, you know, I, I, for some reason, I'm, I don't want to say, I feel like this game might be pronounced Omori. That's how I always read it. But you if know, it's Omori, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not the best with um, Japanese You've been, you've been talking a little bit to Rodney Arthur, haven't you? I have not been talking to Rodney Arthur. However, I have been spending time on a 25-acre farm outside of Iowa City. Um, <laughs> I get it, man. It makes you pronounce things a certain way. But, yeah, this game, like, seven. <laughs> I, I had not... Ba-ba-booey. Um, I... I had not heard of this game, and then as I was looking into it, I was like, okay, I need to play this game. Because, yeah, again, it does seem like a, a cool little turn-based RPG game where you fluctuate between real world and dream world and whatnot. Um, and, yeah, you get different, like, emotions as you play through this game, but you get, mm. there's like a, a rock-paper-scissors method, so... If you're like, if you're happy, you're strong against angry enemies. If you're angry, you're strong against sad enemies. And then sad is strong against happy. Like, you get these different quirks and whatnot. I was like, that seems kind of cool. And the game seems to have this kind of like pencil sketch art style. Like, I don't know. It's, it's an indie game that I, it kind of clicks with me. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. It's been on the radio for quite some time, and I, I like the soundtrack, and I don't know a thing about the game. Such is life with these uh, these Patreon requests, man. Uh, you know, if you have a game that you love so well that you want to hear it on Game That Tune Radio, you can go to patreon.com slash game that tune and subscribe at a certain tier that lets you add any soundtrack you want every month that you're a patron. Uh, patreon.com slash game that tune puts your music at radio.gamethattune.com for all of us to also enjoy. Um, but yeah, no, uh, all this time, and I still don't really know what this game is. I, uh, I know it's uh, colorful, 
And uh, now I know from uh, from Taylor posting in the uh, Discord as we're discussing it, it's got a trigger warning about fucking uh, like depression and suicide and anxiety, and also colorful flashing light warning. So you know, careful if you're suicidal and epileptic when playing this game. It might not be the game for you, but uh, <laughs> it's piquing my interest too. Yeah, that's like, again, as soon as I got this request and was looking more into it, like, I immediately added to my Switch wishlist. Because um, it just seems like a really interesting, unique game, especially in terms of, like, emotional trauma. Because, like, unlike other games, status effects, they're based on a three-point emotion system. So, like, the emotion of your party member will change throughout the course of a battle so like if somebody is happy they could become sad and that will affect their status and whatnot i was like okay you know i i have emotions i can definitely feel that hey david hey jesse (laughs) do you want do you want to know a secret (laughs) i would love to know a secret this game is on game pass Get the fuck out. Do tell, Jesse. Do tell. <laughs> Why was that appropriate for a Mario 2 sound, Johnny? Yeah, that's... What's your fucking problem? <laughs> yeah. Wh- tell me what the joke is, John. Yeah. You don't like a good deal? <laughs> Johnny, what the fuck was that about? Yeah, I, I don't like this. You're not redeeming yourself with these dance moves or, you know... Oh, man. This is, uh... We're discussing, like, emotional trauma, and your response is to play Mario effects. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Shit gives me anxiety. We're going to have to create another Patreon tier. That's how he deals. Jesse's got the one where he shouts out Game Pass constantly. We're going to have to get the one where it makes you a reasonable soundboard operator. Um, I think think we need to do that. (laughs) I think we need to add a new Patreon tier of Buy Johnny a Therapist. (laughs) <laughs> to discuss like emotional trauma, Johnny's hey, soundboard, Johnny's, Johnny's soundboard life coach tier on fucking Game Pass. <laughs> really think before you hit the buttons. Uh, oh, maybe a little bit of the bubbly. Yeah, <sighs> a little bit of the therapy. Yeah, exactly. Johnny gives you a little bit of the better help there. Um, I, I want to add that sound. Just ooh, a little bit of the therapy. <laughs> it's more relatable than the bubbly these days. <laughs> hashtag, ah. hashtag real talk. Yes. Um, yeah. So um, this uh, yeah, this game seems uh, seems cool and colorful, and you know, also uh, heavy and emotional. Um, seems like the full package. Yeah, it seems like one of those games where I look at it, it's like, oh, I should definitely play this. But also as I read more about it, like, oh, I should be very careful of when I play this. Like, right. I kind of thought that when reading the descriptions of like Celeste and how it has like the description, like uh, how it's got like the panic attack thing in it. And then when I got to that part of the game, I thought it was a little overblown. I appreciated them telling people about it and praising that part of the game, but um, sometimes I feel like with these things, people tend to, I don't, I don't say people on the internet are prone to hyperbole or like, you know, anything like that, but it feels like sometimes they maybe embellish a little bit on some of uh-huh. Yes. 
God damn it, Johnny. <laughs> no, that, that sound cue is absolutely appropriate. People on the internet vastly overestimate how good Michigan looks when you go to visit. It's true. Pam. Shots fired straight at Tim Allen in Home Improvement. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> I, I, I really got lost on that one. Like, yeah, wait. that was like four steps of a joke, oh, wow. man. David jumped a whole staircase with that one. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. If you have watched any episode of Home Improvement, how do you not know Tim Allen is from Michigan? I well, mean, now it makes sense. Yes, yes, just, yes, of course. But, like, just, I haven't watched Home Improvement since, like, 1998. Okay, <laughs> yeah. maybe it's a regional thing, because, like, when you're up here in the Midwest, Tim Allen's voice advertising <laughs> visiting Michigan is, like, everywhere. Oh, oh, okay, well, if that's true, then I get it. <laughs> Shit, man, you got some YouTube videos to link us after the show. Yeah. I want to see these. Come oh. to Ann Arbor. <laughs> 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 Detroit's on the upswing. (laughs) For real, like Tim Allen narrates travel videos to Michigan. Like, this is a thing. I'm not making it. Mackinac Island. (laughs) (laughs) Home of killings. (laughs) Oh, God. (sighs) Careful what part of Detroit you go to. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I say all that to say Omori is a really fun game. Or at least it seems to be. And, I think you yeah. should thank the requester. We should get out of here before we continue talking about Tim Allen or Michigan. Oh. Motor City. I, defi- <laughs> I, I definitely oh. want to thank both of our requesters, uh, Tay via GameThatTune.club, as well as Spartacat via our Discord. Yes. Excellent requests. Make requests in those places. Uh, go to go to Patreon and make even more requests uh, you know, with money attached. We'll pay more attention to those. Game 4. Oh, yeah.
All right, so um, when this game was shown at E3 2019, it had a completely different name. And uh, they ran into some trouble with the Monster Energy Drink Company, who claimed that the um, original title of the game infringed upon their trademark, but also claimed that the game's title would cause brand confusion. And, uh, well, Ubisoft thought this was ridiculous and ended up relenting anyway and changed their project's title to the current title. Alright, how you monsters feel? Oh no. <clears throat> well, John drew a uh, sad penis. Or a weird bone. Um, and uh, Johnny wrote the thing that I typed in the... In the son of a the, bitch. <laughs> you gotta stop doing he, that, Johnny. <laughs> he wrote Sly Cooper, Thieves of Time. And that's incorrect. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> David says Monster Hunter We. That's also incorrect. Um, <clears throat> no, this is uh, Immortals. Oh, wait, you gotta play the sound, John. This is uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising. Um, in this game, uh, it takes place in like ancient Greece. And uh, Typhon has come back, and he's really mad at Zeus, like like you would think he would be. 
Um, and he uh, is really powerful for some reason. And um, all the other gods on Mount Olympus have uh, like hidden or, or something has happened to them. And um, so Zeus, for whatever reason, goes to Prometheus and is like, hey, what's going on? And Prometheus is like, well, you chained me to this fucking rock and uh, you have birds eat my liver every day. So that's what's been happening, Zeus. And Zeus is like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And uh, so, like, then uh, Prometheus is like, look, um, you're not going to be able to stop Typhon or Typhon or whatever his name is. He's one of the Titans. And uh, he's like, but this dude, uh, Phoenix, uh, he's going to do it. And so then you get to play as this guy, Phoenix. You can also be Phoenix as a woman. Um, but, um, as you're playing it like Zeus and Prometheus are like talking like the whole time like there's like banter and it's real funny um the writing is pretty funny uh and the game is was often compared to Breath of the Wild because it's kind of like this big like open world and you can climb on stuff um which I guess that's really the only oh and you can like <laughs> glide uh but in this game uh, instead of like a, a leaf or whatever it was, the, the, um, oh, it was like the handkerchief thing. Um, <clears throat> Wait, you glide on a big hanky? <laughs> no, in this game, it's uh, you use like wings. They're the, uh, Icarus's wings. Um, like, I forget the, the inventor uh, that made them, but you know, his son Daedalus. flew too close to the sun. Daedalus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is not the um, like kid Icarus knockoff that was part of the Capcom 5 no no okay. no but like I swear David it's like someone was like hey what if uh, we made a kid Icarus game but we don't tell Nintendo I'm into <laughs> Cause it like, cause like it's, it's like I don't know it's, it's um, like it's a Ubisoft game but like it doesn't feel like a Ubisoft game. But I guess I say that. But then you know they do make Rayman, and Rayman is kind of you know whimsical. But this is like a like a like a good meld between whimsical and their typical like historical stuff. Because um, like like I said, like it's one of those games where um, there's what do you call it? Uh, something narrator. A reliable so, narrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, like every time, like, you're doing something or you fight an enemy or something, you know, Zeus is, like, making some kind of quip. He's a lot like uh, um, the Muppets, the two old men. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Sattler Zeus is and, Statler and Waldorf? Yeah. I thought you were um, going to say he's like the king in Katamari Damacy. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Just kind of there fact, to pester you. <laughs> I, 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 I completely forgot to mention before the show, Johnny, I put two things in the drive. It's just, uh, if you want to play those, if you have them. Got them. Yeah, drive sounds. Cool. Tethys, daughter of Gaia and Oceanus, god of the world's largest river, had their wedding in the very cave Phoenix had just entered. Together, they had 6,000 children. 6,000? That's way too many. Keep it small like me. I'm only 54. That I know of, anyway. So responsible. And so suddenly, suddenly. Oh, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. 
so like you know zeus is obviously had 54 kids or, more or whatever um but yeah there's that and then there's you know you can play the other one suddenly a pearl rolled past phoenix wondered if the oyster was using clamouflage prometheus <laughs> please stop it's so bad it's like you went to some kind of clown school flunked out turned to telling jokes through interpretive dance and mistook your audience's cries of pain for laughter oh, that's where it ends yeah so it's it's a, it's a it's a weird like like the the humor is very very weird like it's funny and often weird like one of my, the, my funniest the funniest ones i heard was uh um right after the prologue so it's just like god that prologue took longer than Odysseus did to get home. <laughs> I, and I was like, oh, it's a, gr- a Greek thing. Ah. I appreciate that reference, yeah. I, I appreciate the reference and everything, but I almost feel like it would be better if it was like, oh, it sounds like he was using camouflage. Oh! <laughs> like, oh, you yeah. know. But, um, it's a pretty cool game, um, you get a like a kind of think it's Achilles sword. Um, uh, I forget whose axe it is. Uh, Odysseus's bow, uh, the gauntlets of Heracles, and and um, there's this weird thing where the Her- the the gauntlets of Heracles let you lift stuff, and that kind of works in a very similar way that the um, the Sheikah stone does in Breath of the Wild. So, like, you'll hold the rock above you, and there'll be, like, the energy going up to it. Um, which, that's my favorite way to fight Cyclopses, is just throw rocks and trees at them. Because um, that fucks them up. Uh, the combat's pretty good in this game. Um, there's no weapon degradation, so that's always fun. Um, uh, other cool details about this. It's it's and it's very colorful and bright and um, like it looks cool. It's on the Switch. Um, it's also uh, on Game Pass. What? Which I which I gotta say I'm I uh, played this uh, thanks to uh, my uh, Game Pass guardian, um, Kerrigan. I'd like to thank you once again. Um, friends. Yes, friends. <laughs> That's a good sound you, for it. <laughs> um, thanks to you, I was able to play. Immortals Phoenix Rising, which you like I said, you play as the guy Phoenix, and uh, his name is in the title. Titular. <laughs> and you get different armor and stuff. Um, is any of it like Chuck's armor? Uh, I haven't found any Chuck's armor yet. Hmm. Um, I have been doing quests for Aphrodite, who was turned into a tree. Um, so that's interesting. That is interesting. What, you know, is it like a horny tree? Uh, I mean, if well, it's Aphrodite, I would imagine so. For some reason, she's really worried about giving apples to uh, to animals. Like she's all like messed up with magic right now. So I'm trying uh, to fix her. I guess Aphrodite isn't necessarily the horny one. Maybe I'm thinking like Bacchus. I mean, yeah. Aphrodite is the goddess of love. You gotta be horny for love. 
Well, that was surly. David, Jesus Christ, what a can of worms you're trying to open. <laughs> like a, it's like a hungry squirrel loves an apple. What a what? love without what? horny. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Are y'all not horny for the one you love? Well, well, yes, but... Yes, but... The, that's like, not what we said at all, David. What is the matter with you? I just love that John went with a can of worms, uh, and I didn't say what a Pandora's box we just opened. <laughs> Damn it, sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying... Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> a, a messy discussion I don't want to get into. <laughs> there now you can love something without being horny for it. Jeez. I mean, Apparently I for don't, David, the answer is no. I mean, I don't think the question is, can you love something without being horny, but can you be horny for something without loving it? Fuck yeah. yeah. Of what? course yeah, you yeah, can. Are you out of your mind? All right, apparently, <laughs> like, I just need to reevaluate my definitions. I don't love <sighs> pornography, but I'm always horny for it. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, fucking... Jeez, Johnny, easy fucking three-pointer right there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> oh, man, sorry. Yeah, David, we gotta... We'll talk off mic. We'll talk... We'll discuss love. <laughs> it's time for us to settle some things. Jesus. <sighs> I'm so horny. Um, but I don't love you guys. Uh, but I do love you guys. <laughs> well, fuck you too, John. You, you love us, but that's not why you're horny. I get it. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Some yeah, my my love for you guys exists somewhere between loving and horny. <laughs> also, it's it's looking, never both. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the episode title of Well Fuck You Too, John. <laughs> oh, David. You give yourself too much credit. You know, I have hopes that I will make an episode title. Yeah, one of these days. Uh so um I'm sorry, I feel like we lost it on horny tree um i kind of lost the thread there it's bound to happen <laughs> yeah jeez. i'd just like to point out that this game came out in 2020 um has a main character you play as it's in the title and was made by ubisoft which as far as i can tell is a triple a developer yeah for but, the most hey, part yeah hey, what do yeah. i know yeah but the question is jesse do you play as the immortals well, I think he's one of the immortals. He didn't get top billing in his own because, game where his like, name is in the title. Like, he's also not, like, a, you know, quiet protagonist. Like, he talks and says stuff. Like, he's a character that's fleshed right. out. Because, like, he like he starts the, he starts the, the game. Like, they're um, but like attacking the question- or defending a city. And, um, like, this brother gets all, like, turned to stone. Like, all these people get turned to stone, but he doesn't. The question really is, is his name in the title, or is it, like, the subtitle? Is it is this game called Immortals, colon, Phoenix Rising? There's no colon. Okay. Because I was going to uh, say, like, you know, you could... A number of uh, characters would get bumped down to second billing if you added in some bland phrase like Immortals in front of them. I mean, I'm thinking, like, you know, Assurus Wrath. If you called that game, you know, like... Immortals colon Ashura's Wrath. It's like, well, is Ashura even the star of this game anymore? Is it, or is it the uh, the Immortals? So, you know, is is uh, fucking Phoenix the main character of this game? Yes. Okay. And he is an immortal. I assume eventually he gets there. Okay. Yeah. You, you see, you got to earn the title. There it is. Because it's Phoenix Rising. Right. Hmm. 
is rising to immortal status. Gotcha. Probably a metaphor in there somewhere. Yeah. And yeah. you can fight Gorgons. Gorgons are always fun to fight. Minotaurs. I like that. Minotaurs mm. are fun. Um, yeah. Cyclops, as I mentioned. Mm. Harpies. You want to fuck up a harpy? Got it. Don't I always. So it's all filled with all... You know, I was thinking, and this is probably like a thing people have mentioned before, but like the gods and mythology and stuff are all just like like the X-Men. Like they all have like different superpowers. Like if you think about it, like... Like, Hermes can fucking, like, he's, like, runs fast and, like, steals stuff. Zeus can fucking shoot lightning and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Poseidon is, like, fucking Namor, you know? True. Keep like, going. Like, they're all just, they're like the superheroes before superheroes. The Greek gods being the X-Men is something that I feel like I should have an argument against, but no. Or the you're, Justice League. You're correct. Like, yeah. any no, superhero that's, team. That's right. Mm-hmm. What is, uh, you know, what is the Bible if not the world's worst graphic novel? <laughs> yeah, it's, in Look. fact, there's no graphics <laughs> at all. It's just a bunch of fucking words. That was part of the whole entire joke. Oh, God damn, uh, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> fucking another Christmas ruin. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's like that time um, I got pogs in 2008. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I was going to say let's move on, but I'm sorry. <laughs> Please, Johnny, tell me your grandmother actually bought you pugs in 08. Was it 08? No, I, I might be a little off, but it was definitely... Yeah, you're up by... It has to be 11 years. No, 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 I wish. It, it was... was it 08? No, absolutely not. It was more like 98. No. Was yeah. it the Clinton administration or no. the Obama administration? There is a difference. It was not the Clinton administration. It was definitely... Oh... I want to say the Bush era. Like, it was definitely you know, post-millennium. Definitely well outside the Pog window. My yes. favorite rapper. <laughs> I, I definitely got Pogs for Christmas from my grandma, like, 2003 or so. I, I was definitely in high school. <laughs> I... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 the, the only follow-up question I have is, is this the grandma we like or the grandma we don't like? No, my bitchy shitty grandma. Yeah. Okay. Not, cool. Not cool yeah. Grandma. I was gonna say. No. What does it matter? The point is, a grandma bought Johnny pogs for a Christmas present. Period. My grandmother attempted to buy me pogs as well. Yeah. Threw them in her face, man. <laughs> like, <it's> just, <laughs> threw them in her face and then slammer. Hit a slammer to her yeah, forehead. Exactly. <laughs> Slam that fucking slammer into her like a fucking grapefruit. Just you know. Get out of here, Grandma. <laughs> I like how you say like a grapefruit as though you throw grapefruits at your grandparents. I, you, David, you know, don't make me go all James Cagney on your ass. I'll drive to Chicago right now just to smush a grapefruit in your face. <laughs> I'll do it. Juicy fruit on David's face. New yeah. Patreon tier. New Patreon tier. Yeah. Fucking get me some gas money to go smush a fucking grapefruit in David's face. Call, get, leave us a voicemail with yeah. what fruit you would like to smush in which host's face. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's a good Patreon tier. You know, like you know, fifty bucks a month gets you David smushing any fruit you want all over himself. <laughs> He's got Are a lot t- of free time and a lot of fruit. Are we talking <laughs> all over myself or all over my face? Because those are very Both. different things. Yeah, it could be either one. <laughs> I like all these ideas. Point is, I don't. Johnny, make the tear. All right, <laughs> yeah, David, on it. Get yourself a towel. 
And uh, Jesse, anything else on these uh, these immortals? Or this no, it's, it's it's a real fun game. Yeah, I, you know, uh, only thing I'll say about it: download the demo uh, for Switch. Played it for a few minutes and forgot to kind of go back to it, but it, uh, it actually it looked pretty cool. Game five. Mm. So, you aren't going to get this game right because this game has just kind of a pretty generic music and uh, you know there's nothing to be gleaned from the music, but maybe the trivia will help you because one unique feature of this game is it has collectible checkpoints. The uh, player can find the checkpoint flag in each, in each stage and place it wherever they like, but you don't get to collect checkpoints across multiple stages. You lose them after you complete the stage.
There's some good farts right there. I think Johnny really underestimated his, uh, or overestimated his ability to either run and pee or run and get some beers for this last game, because he simply ain't here, guys. How are you feeling about this game? Feeling great? Great. I have a guess. Do you really? Oh, shit, 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 shit. I You're do. doing fine, Johnny. You're doing Ooh. fine. And I specifically spread out my words to give Johnny a chance. Well, I can't wait. Because John Regan says Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time, sadly incorrect. Jesse says Kidicarus, uh, you know, fantastic answer, sadly incorrect. And David says Yuka Lee. Uh, definitely on the right track with a 3D animal mascot platformer. However, sadly incorrect. Johnny, play the bad sound. Can I just say, if Kid Dickerous were an actual game, that would be my game of the year for every single year. Yes, exactly. Infinitely replayable, infinitely enjoyable Kid Dickerous. Um, no, but this is a different game. This is a uh, animal mascot 3D platformer for the Sega Dreamcast, starring an adorable marsupial. Johnny, do you know the marsupial of which I speak? Bonkers? Bonkers! <laughs> did no, Marsupalami have a Dreamcast game? No, they did not. Guys, this is KO the Kangaroo for the Sega Dreamcast. Oh, that guy. Remember cool. KO the Kangaroo? No. Vaguely. No, who would? <laughs> Johnny, this is why we actually really should discuss the order of the show before starting the episode, because I wasn't supposed to close tonight. I, I brought KO the Kangaroo. Talk about Jeez. a KO. <laughs> yeah, jeez, it's a knockout it, package. It's, um, is this the kangaroo that computer. had boxing gloves that just punched random enemies? Well, David, which kangaroo with boxing gloves are you describing? There have been numerous kangaroos with boxing gloves throughout gaming history. Yeah, no, so I mean, the one in Streets of Rage 3 was just named Roo, which is very oh, lazy. Johnny, 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 please, please, please. You're lightning round. You are spoiling the lightning round. <laughs> Let's do a lightning round. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, 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 please. If you think there haven't been numerous kangaroos with boxing gloves throughout video game history, then yeah, you're on the wrong show, baby. We're going to talk about a bunch of them. I've got a year. I've got the name of a kangaroo wearing boxing gloves, and I've, I'm, I'm looking for you guys to fill in what game these kangaroos are from. <laughs> I love the idea that it'll go to, like, Johnny, you got that right. Jesse, you got that wrong. David, we don't have one for you. It's okay. Uh, no, but uh, Johnny, I'm going to need you to keep score on this, so I'm going to give you the year, and I'm going to give you the name of a character, and you tell me what game uh, the character came from. And these are kangaroos. They might not all be wearing boxing gloves, but they are kangaroos that punch. These, you know, real punchy kangaroos. So uh, let's start with, oh, blah, 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 hold on, let me check the scorekeeper. Uh, the leader of tonight's show, let's start with Jesse. Jesse, 2013. Rooney and Walt. Is that Crash Bandicoot? No, sadly, that's incorrect. How absurd! 
probably should have given Johnny a kangaroo punching sound. But uh, <laughs> no, uh, the game we're looking for on that is Animal Crossing New Leaf. Oh. Duh. Yes. So we'll go to David. David, 2001. Chipple. I'm going to say Tekken 4. <laughs> Sadly, incorrect. Hey, fuck you. Uh, David, that uh, Chipple is from Klonoa Empire of Dreams. Damn. See, that's the one I haven't gotten into the re-release yet. Right. Johnny, 2001 and 2001. Ricky. And I'm sorry, I was on the scorekeeper. I'm supposed to say the game? Yes. Um, 2001. Ricky the Kangaroo. Mm-hmm. 2001 Space Channel 5. Oh, man, no, sadly incorrect. I don't hey, care if it's a steal a point or not. Can I give the it's correct not. answer? You may. Uh, Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. That's correct. <laughs> uh, Jesse, let's go back to 1982 with Mama. Uh, Hubert? Mm. Sadly, Jesse, that's incorrect. Hey, fuck you. Uh, no, the 1982 arcade classic is, of course, merely titled Kangaroo. Uh, hey, fuck you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck you for that title. Uh, David, let's get you a point on the board. 2003, Vanishing Gungaroo. Two thousand three. I'm gonna say Mega Man X six. Oh incorrect. Hey fuck you. David, it's the bad one. It's Mega Man X seven, my friend. God damn oh, it. so close. Yeah. Fucking Alright. Maybe this one will get us a point on the board. Johnny. Nineteen ninety seven. Okay. Kangas Khan. <laughs> That's a great name. Oh man. <laughs> 97 Kangas Khan. Kangas Khan. Final Fantasy 7? <laughs> Johnny. Hey, fuck you. It's Pokemon Red and Blue. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. You know, that rocky uh, kangaroo looking thing that oh marks my... Comet Punch? Oh my god. It's okay. It's okay. Jesse. 2013, The Bounding Beast. Hmm. You won't get it. It's okay. The Bouncer. That's a good guess for 2013. No, this is Etrian Odyssey 4. Hey, fuck you. I love every time that the lightning round host says, you're not going to get this. Yeah, I I love that I'm doing a lightning round where we're going to score a zero, guys. (laughs) Because, David, we're going to 2012, the unnamed boxing kangaroo boss fight. What the fuck? It doesn't have a name, it's just a boxing kangaroo. You said 2012? Mm Mm-hmm. Tekken 6. No, sadly. They named their kangaroos in Tekken, David. Hey, fuck you. Uh, no, that was Tokyo Jungle. Oh, of course. Johnny, 1998. Pogo Kangaroo. Uh, 1998. 
but god, it's, it's gonna be like a PlayStation 1 game of some type. Um, Final Fantasy VIII. God, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it's sadly <laughs> incorrect. That was Space Station Silicon Valley. Ah, hey, fuck yeah. you. All right, let's see if we can really get some points on the board. 1994, Jesse. The character's name is merely Rue. Streets of Rage 3. Yes. That's oh, man. God damn it. <laughs> we did it, guys. All right, David. Let's keep this hot streak going. 2004, Roger Jr. Two thousand four. Two thousand four. I'm gonna say Tekken four. I've war. <laughs> you have to say a word. Man. <laughs> I'm gonna say Tekken five. Yes, he's correct. Yes. Oh, man. I'm on the board. <laughs> And Johnny, let's close out this insane kangaroo lightning round with 1996. Roger Sr. Tekken 2? That's correct. Yeah. Oh, man. Everybody gets a point. The lightning round is redeemed. This was a useful use of our time. <laughs> Guys. Uh, boxing kangaroos in games. Got yeah. all of them. Class classic trope. Love a kangaroo wearing a pair of boxing gloves. Let's talk about KO the kangaroo for the Dreamcast. I don't love this game. Uh, you play as a kangaroo whose name is KO. That's spelled for some reason K-A-O, which to me reads as cow the kangaroo. Um, the that's very, probably how I would have said it. <laughs> at the very least, cow Oh, Yes, I mean, seriously... I, I'm struggling to think of why they named this K.O. the Kangaroo and spelled it K-A-O. I have to assume that if they thought they just would name it K.O. the Kangaroo, people would think it's a game in which you're trying to beat up a kangaroo. So they had to name it Cow the Kangaroo to get people to play it and realize you're playing as a kangaroo named K.O., I, I guess. I don't know. Well, so uh, if I, you called it K.O. the Kangaroo, like, yes, that does sound like it's Knockout the Kangaroo. But if right. you just called it KO Kangaroo, as in you're like, I feel like most people will interpret that to mean you're playing as, like, you're not playing as Crash the Bandicoot, you're playing as Crash right. Bandicoot, right? See? KO yeah. Kangaroo, you'd be like, yeah, he's a kangaroo named KO, that makes yeah. sense. He's Jazz Jackrabbit. Yeah. You're not playing as Jazz Mario Jackrabbit. Mario Brother. Sonic Hedgehog. Are, are <laughs> Wait. you not playing as Crash <laughs> the Bandicoot? Have I no. been reading this title wrong the whole time? Well, the, the the is implied in most cases. Yeah, the um, is not in there, but yeah, it's like I I guess if you're going to have your first if if the name of it's going to be like a verb or an action or whatever, like you just don't put the in there. Like so Sonic the Hedgehog, sure, because Sonic's not a verb, but like not KO or Crash, like yeah, then you skip the the to make it clear yeah, that's part true. of the name. That's a point I'm, is. I'm sorry, John, name. do you not Sonic on a daily basis? Oh no! I—that's a whole different thing, man. Like <laughs> it's his favorite sex yeah, move, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I mean, I Sonic to work every single day. It's true. He does. I've seen him. Half price drinks between two and four. I just yeah, imagine David yeah. walking out into the streets of Chicago and doing a spin dash. 
I'd C- love to see it. CTA is slow. How do you think I get there yeah. on time? Mm-hmm. You, know, you gotta escape from that city, baby. David's homie um, attacking it and everything. Yeah, David's grinding those rails. <laughs> God, you'd have such a headache. But yeah, so um, uh, this game does not feature David rolling around at the speed of sound. What it is is you're playing as Ko the Kangaroo, and you toot, know, toot, David Warrior. Toot, the intro toot, David Warrior. tells you everything you need to know about this game. You know what a story this is. So you're uh, you're a cute little kangaroo and you're hopping around. And then suddenly, boom, cage falls on you. You're trapped. You're just like a normal little kangaroo hopping around enjoying an idyllic island. And then you get trapped. And it shows, you know, you, KO the kangaroo, sitting in a cage uh, and just kind of staring contemplatively at a pair of boxing gloves. So you've been left in a cage with a pair of boxing gloves. And next thing you know, the game has begun and you are a kangaroo wearing boxing gloves and you're beating the shit out of stuff. You know, really... The story of this could use two sentences worth of context to get us to, you know, from sweet kangaroo trapped to kangaroo beating the shit out of everything. But hey, you know, what do I know? Um, but it's a it's a 3D platformer. You're running around as a kangaroo. Uh, you got boxing gloves on. You can punch stuff. You can do a tail whip. Uh, it's got, you know... Um, it, it it's, it's for the Dreamcast, and it's missing some of these things that, like, might have set it kind of in line with other platformers of like the you know the Nintendo 64 and PlayStation era like you know, it's missing like a hub world you know it's got like levels but like no hub it's got like uh, distinct themes for each level but they're not grouped together like you know you'll do a jungle level and then like there's a lava area in it and then like for some reason your first boss fight's in a snow area even though it hasn't been a snow world or whatever like you know there, there's little things about it that aren't quite quite right but uh, it's pretty fun. You, you, you run around punching stuff. Um, it's got these little like bonus areas where you can uh, you like you're trying to collect coins and collect different things. Uh, you can get power ups that make you like move faster, uh, stuff like that. And yeah, it, it's a uh, it's a perfectly fine like 2000 Dreamcast platformer. It, like it, you know, it doesn't look like it's pushing the Dreamcast to its limit. Seems like we probably could have had this on Nintendo 64. It looks perfectly fine. Like, uh, it doesn't have the... It, that's the other thing I was going to say. It doesn't have, like, Banjo-Kazooie or, like, Mario's, like, kind of big open levels. Everything's kind of like corridors or, like, platforms, floating islands. You know, not more, not much exploration to be done. You know, you're a kangaroo. You're punching the shit out of stuff. Doing some platforming in 3D. Unwieldy camera. Um... And yeah, it's uh, it's a fun little game, and I was surprised to learn that this insane early 2000s game got two sequels. There were two more KO games by 2005, and it just had a uh, a new game released this year. They brought it back. Ooh, wow! KO the Kangaroo back in fucking you know current gen, you know PS4, PS5, Switch, everything fucking. You can get yourself a new KO the Kangaroo, and you know, like I kind of want to play this. Like I like a kangaroo, I like a, a bright, colorful mascot platformer. I like an animal uh, jumping around doing funny things. The the modern one gets uh, gets more things right. Like you're wearing like a pair of boxing gloves that I guess your dad owned in the modern one, and you can power up the boxing gloves with elemental attacks, which is dope. And um, yeah, I just feel like like 
it's too bad. Like David was lamenting earlier, how like you know these uh, kind of fun, breezy, uh, you know, character-based games have kind of gone away, and uh, yeah, they're still around. But like, you know, who who amongst us knew that there was a new fucking KO the Kangaroo game? Nobody. Nobody even knew what this was. Like, so, you know, what the fuck are they doing making it? One. And two, who are they marketing it to? I don't know. Like, you know, Jesse, you're, you got a daughter who's old enough to maybe watch Nickelodeon. Do you think she's heard of this? Like, no, she is not. Of course not. not. Who would have? <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm just like, it, it's tough to like, there's just so much stuff out there these days that it's tough to let something like this get through. And it's like a perfectly fine kangaroo boxing glove platformer. Um, but yeah, they, they've, uh, it, they really should be making stuff like this, because uh, from what I've read about the remake, they uh, they do a good job of not having it be like overstuffed. Like you know, some of the stuff I read about like Ukulele a couple of years ago was saying like you know levels are too big, there's too much shit to collect, which is kind of in line with the Banjo Kazooie inspiration. Okay, with the Kangaroo remake, eh, short game, a few hours, some fun platforming stuff, some bonus levels with, uh, you know, wacky shit going on, and they improved the combat from the original game. Because, like, think back, guys. What do you think about combat in 3D adventure and platforming games back in the Nintendo 64 Dreamcast era? Let's talk about that deep, deep combat that we all used to love. You know, David, you know, you, you loved the combat in Super Mario 64, am I right? Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking back to the combat in those games and I distinctly remember really loving pushing the A button three times. Three times. And that's <laughs> all you needed to do. Yeah. Um, like, and, and Jesse, you, you're, a big, you're a big fan of the Banjo-Kazooie combat. Wait, wait, well, wait, 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 wait. David, I don't think you've played Mario 64 a day in your life because A is jump. A is the jump button, David. Damn, Johnny, you're going to step to him like that? You telling me that if you press the jump button three times in Super Mario 64, something nothing special happens? Well, no, something special does happen, but that's not the combat button. You don't. Well, if you jump on a Goomba, I'm that's <sighs> combat. I'm I'm so sorry. Are we gonna sit here and talk about you know the correct button that you push to attack in Super Mario Brothers 3? Because I seem to recall that as you push a button three times, you beat the shit out of Goombas. David. Maybe David. it's the A button, maybe it's the B button. David. The point is... David. This David, this this crown thing is bending reality his own will. changed like two console generations. <laughs> I love the combat in Super Mario Brothers 3. <laughs> I love when you press B to punch in Mario 3. Pow. Give me... Give a three piece. <laughs> the point is, you push a button three times for combat in Mario 64. Whether it's the A or the P button, that's irrelevant. I'm right, and you're wrong. I, I, you know, I tend to agree with you, David. The point is, you know, these games back in the Nintendo 64, Dreamcast, PlayStation 1 and 2 era, they hadn't quite gotten, like... I don't know, good 3D uh, combat down. And, like, these newer games, they kind of, you know, they, I think they draw a little bit from modern, you know, kind of beat-em-up kind of games. You know, maybe even you know, your Arkham's and your Spider-Man's and whatnot. And you got some combos and some dodge rolls and stuff. It makes the game a little more fun. I will say you'd mentioned Banjo-Kazooie. And Banjo-Kazooie had several different, like... Like moves you could use to dispatch enemies. It's true. Like you know, you had the typical you know punch punch bear thing. Uh, you also had you know Kazooie charging with the beak. 
Um, she could also shoot eggs out yes. of her mouth and butt. Um, yes. <laughs> like so. So they had. You know, Banjo Kazooie might not be a good example for that because I, that's, I only say that Banjo Kazooie is an example because it's not like fluid combat. You've got distinct attacks that you can do, just like in this one in in fucking KO the Kangaroo. You can do like a two piece boxing combo, or you can do a tail whip, or you can do a jump attack. Yeah, you know, Banjo Kazooie. You got the the peck. You got the eggs. You got the banjo swipes. It's not yeah. like you're actually playing and like having to really think your way through the combat all that often <laughs> that's that's my favorite combo attack in any video game ever is punch punch bear where you're just attacking and then suddenly a bear jumps out out of nowhere it's a great combo david yeah. you should really consider playing the tekken series <laughs> yeah tekken is punch yeah. punch bear you'll fucking punch. love it punch punch dinosaur punch yeah. punch kangaroo mm -hmm. tigers everywhere um, FMV children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so K with the Kangaroo, uh, a perfectly fine relic of the uh, Dreamcast era that for some reason people thought, hey, let's bring this back. Um, you know, my main disappointments with the game is that it's a kangaroo platforming game developed by a Polish studio, and in preparing for the show, I was like, yeah, I'll bust out that K with the Kangaroo. And then I listened to it, I'm like, Guys, did you not want to call one Australian guy for the soundtrack? There is not a didgeridoo in sight here. There is nothing Australian about this shit. This is just fucking the most generic, you know, like, you fucking just think of 3D platforming, you know, late 90s, early 2000s music, and it's like, okay, yeah, decent sounding. If there's a snow level, it's got some bells in it. Like, you know, ah, man, like, where's the fucking, where's the Australia tunes? Yeah, they could have just, like, taken a tape recorder in Outback Steakhouse and called it a day. Yeah. No rules, just right. <laughs> fucking, you know, order yourself a blooming fucking onion and call it a day. But... Foster's. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, they slam that giant beer can down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not a game soundtrack. <laughs> this is a game soundtrack. I see you've played knifey game soundtrack yeah. before. <laughs> I see you've played KO the Kangaroo before. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, but, that does um, sound like a real Australian game. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> see, and that's why they had to spell it that way. <laughs> if you say it the other way, it really does sound like it's just what they do. They fucking get, they get drunk and they go out and they fight kangaroos, but... <laughs> Um, so, but yeah, it's, uh, it might, like, again, and again, real quick, my main disappointment with this, it's like, this can get a remake, but like, where are the remakes and remasters of fucking other classic Nintendo 64 Dreamcast type shit, man? Like, how is it that KO the Kangaroo got a modern update before Gex? You know, where's my chameleon twist? Stubbs the zombie got a remake recently. I'm, I'm saying, hmm. man. And I'm not saying that, you know, I'm, like, some guy with unique things, but, like, the, uh, like, the install base for fucking something like Gex has to justify a possible remake or update over something like KO the Kangaroo. This was a Dreamcast platformer. You know, Gex was on Nintendo 64 and PlayStation. More people played Gex. More people that are gonna crave nostalgia, they want the Gex. 
Yeah, I'm not going to say anything about Chameleon Twist. I'm try I was trying to think of some of those other like Nintendo 64, PlayStation early platformers that maybe got ignored. Silicon I Valley. I would love a Space Station Silicon Valley update. I mean, you that can't pull neat. the developers so away weird. from making Grand Theft Auto 6, and we know God, you know, they got so many problems on their fucking hands. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it would have been really funny if that Rockstar hack revealed that they were working on a fucking space station Silicon Valley remake. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, like space station. They've done 90 videos and it's all just kangaroos with pogo sticks and sheep with rockets for asses. Oh god, <laughs> like, space station Silicon Valley online. I'm saying. That, oh, I, I hear what you're saying and I would love to see like an HD remix of Gex but I just, I don't know. I feel like the money is not there for Dana Gould. Like, when he's pulling in southbound money, I don't know that they could get the money for him to come back to a remix. That might be something of well, a barrier to entry for a remake of something like Gex, because, yes, like, fucking KO the Kangaroo has literally, like, one voice sample for the kangaroo. So... You know, whatever they add on to this uh, this modern one, it's not like they have uh, fucking you know some '90s voice actor being like, "Hey, hold on, man. You know, where's my uh, where's my sequel money with interest?" Like, no. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a relatively cheap thing to grab and remake. But I'm just saying, yeah, you know, there are so many fun classic games from back then that deserve uh, you know a remake treatment. Uh, I'd love to I'd love to see more of them. I guess that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought Jesse had one more thing to say, but I guess we're moving out. Calculating computer activated. You hear that, like, balloons, the aerobic sound? Like... Oops. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... Jesse Moore. I guess Jesse does have one more thing to say. He gets to say that he's the winner of tonight's episode. Jesse, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. What a show. What a game. Um, and what a theme I assume you have ready to go for next week's episode of Game That Tune. Oh, yes. Um, let's do a religious game. What? <laughs> Any kind of religious iconography that's found. It doesn't have to be like, you know, like, like Noah's Ark. But if, like, your game has some kind of, like... Like, like the Persona games are always having weird religious talk. You know, maybe you have a game with some, like, a Buddhist in it or something. Or I guess that's more philosophy. But you know what I mean. If there's any kind of religious iconography in your game, go for it. Real religions? Or, like... Even made-up religions. If someone's be, praying to some shit, it's a religion. You came with some kind of god? Yeah. You got all inspired by those immortals? Those those rising god phoenixes? <laughs> I mean, okay, cool, cool, cool. I just wanted to make sure because I'm like, you know, Jesse, I, I, I think I, I think I might have used any Christ game I know about, man, and that's the yeah. only religion there is. So, like, <laughs> oh, all other religions invalid. Hot take. Hell take. Damn. You guys, if you use it, if you guys use any other religious games, you're going to hell, guys. I can't have that for the show. <laughs> We've avoided this topic for so long. I can't really sacrifice your mortal souls for this. Damn, I just want well, to take a moment in this episode to shout out CX Strife, who 
literally made a request in the same minute the theme was posted. Like, damn, you are prepared. Was it Bible Adventures? Uh, no, and also, well, then we can't I'm use it. mad at you for tipping my hand. David, I, I'm 99% certain that Bible Adventures has been on the show before, but hey, maybe it's not. Maybe it's time, guys. Maybe, you know, it's really time for us to, th- again, think on our sins and all of us select Bible Adventures for next week's episode because we can't, can't have any other games. God, I don't want to think on my sins because that's going to take a long time. Mm-hmm. GTT is going to take you to church. God. Yeah, thank you, Hoshir. Or synagogue. Um, <laughs> or synagogue. Yeah. <laughs> GTT is going to take you to temple. Yeah. Yeah, Can we go. do games of synagogues? God, that fucking song. <laughs> take me to Johnny, synagogue. Sorry, you're, yeah, you're mad, aren't you? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, okay, cool. Um, Christ Games next week on Game That Tune. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not necessarily. <laughs> um, no, I, I can't keep. He didn't mean. He didn't mean Christ games. He was saying Christ games. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they got the punctuation all wrong on this. <laughs> Christ, there's going to be games on next week's episode. Works on contingency. Christ, comma games next <sighs> week. <laughs> so yeah, um, great, Jesse. That's. Uh, that rules out all Nintendo games, and uh, we'll just figure out what we're doing next week. But I, uh, I think it's going to be great. Um, that rules out all Nintendo games. Fuck. Yeah. So, so David's going to have to find God between now and next show. <laughs> uh, it's going to be good, man. God, I can't, I, I can't wait for Born Again, David. Oh, man. I can't wait uh, for his all do first communion next week. <laughs> David, I'm going to send a pastor over to your house. I know several. <laughs> yeah. We're going to pray that David out of you, baby. Um, but yeah, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good show next week, guys. Uh, you know, God in Games. What a what a title that's going to be. That's going to be our second most searched Wasn't YouTube. Wasn't Leonard Skinner's title. most recent album? What? <laughs> it was, no, it was called God in Guns. But okay, yeah, God I'm in sorry. Games is pretty funny. <laughs> If there was a reference there, you were going to have to be the one to explain it. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, pray to whatever God that you uh, care for, and we'll, uh, we'll play some Guess games next week. Guess your ass goodbye! Yeah, exactly. Assume the position, bitch. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, the <laughs> most <laughs> religious episode. Assume the position, bitch. Already found the episode, episode title. title. <laughs> want to thank everybody for watching with us man what a week or what a show it's been we're live uh, thanks to everybody watching live we're live every wednesday night we're on twitch we're on youtube we're on facebook search for game that tune thank you to everybody listening in podcast form our podcasts are available tuesday mornings at game that or anywhere you get your podcasts um want to thank everybody checking out patreon patreon.com slash game that tune is the home for our awesome exclusives we've got mixtapes we've got game that tune gems we've got all kinds of fun stuff going on at excuse me patreon and you help us keep the lights on at our 24 7 video game music live stream at radio.gamethatune.com gtt.rocks the home for video game music on the internet uh just so much excellence coming out at patreon.com slash game that tune i want to give a special shout out of course to our patreon absurd fans lance revere damian beckles 
Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsettled Zebra, Akadar, and The Kerrigan. Just a fantastic group of Game That Tune fans. Um, some might say the greatest group of fans of uh, any show on the entire internet. And I would say that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'll stick to that, baby. Um, Want to just uh, thank our requesters again. Of course, David took the request this week, and it came from... Uh, the request came from two people, uh, Tay via GameNetTune.club, as well as Spartacat in our Discord. Yep, excellent requests. Make them in Discord. Look for uh, look in the show notes for the link, or make them at GameNetTune.club, our fantastic social media server. We love hearing from you guys there. And that's gonna do it for the show. So Jesse has, I assume, religious themed tunes to take us no. home tonight. So, Jesse, <laughs> tell us what psalm you've chosen as your bonus tune. Well, I, I didn't expect to win, so I didn't have bonus music. And then when I looked at the score and was like, shit, I might win this. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> so, um, I picked a song from an upcoming mixtape. Uh, so, this is kind of like a sneak peek. Um, this is Fighting Through the Darkness. Um, from Lunar the Silver Star, which is Hell a yeah. working designs game. Wink, wink. Ooh, man, what a company that is. We love uh, love Lunar, love working designs, and peace out, everybody. Cameo Elements of Power is copyright 2005 Rare Limited. Chex Quest is copyright 1996 General Mills. <laughs> Omori is copyright 2020 Omocat LLC. Immortals Phoenix Rising is copyright 2020 Ubisoft. KO the Kangaroo is copyright 2000 Titus. All right, route. <laughs> General Mills. Fucking first time we've ever got to <laughs> shout out General Mills. <laughs> 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 I saw there was a developer attached. I'm like, no, the publisher is General Mills. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, they're always after me, Lucky Charms. <laughs> game move, game over, Kud. I'm out of there. What? <laughs> <laughs>